There was the Jumping Juvies, opening their first song to the Eclectica show at Kuiper Pass Pub, one of the events we went to in the past few months. And one of the main topics that kept coming up was artist management. What exactly is it? What does it take to be a good manager? And the other main topic that kept coming up was live shows. What's the value of that? And how is that different than, say, the studio stuff? Stay tuned. What's up, guys? You're listening to PlaysCast. Again, this is a podcast put together by Plays the App, looking to connect like-minded musicians, freelancers, creatives within the music Philadelphia scene, just like yourself. And the very first event we went to was the Eclectica birthday show at Kyber Pass Pub. And quick little background, this was a celebration of our friend and artist manager Olivia Farkas's label, Eclectica Division, uh, where she had her artists play on the entire bill. And boy, was it an awesome show. There were tons of people out there, and we really had a great time and had some things to say about it. My name is Olivia Farkas. Um, Eclectica Division was started as a way to have a woman-owned management company and record label. Um, we've been going for two years. This is our second birthday, and we like to represent artists that are maybe talent that hasn't been seen fully yet, and we like to represent them and make sure that their releases go, um, go well. So that's a lot of what we do. We do booking, we do consultation, we do a lot of different services, but we really want to represent Philly music. This is Sarah Henya playing. She's one of the artists under Olivia for Eclectica Division. So I asked her what makes Olivia so special. I think Olivia wants to make a space for artists who are not, not the norm. People who are marginalized in some way, who are female fronted, who are gay, who are making a difference in our section of the community. She's always texting me asking, is there anything else I can do? And she's like my personal hype person. It's amazing to have somebody behind you who just believes in what you're doing. And it sounds like Olivia's approach to management is to really stay engaged and listen to her artists. Whereas you might have managers that don't always do that. They're kind of looking out for just the money side, the number side of things. But I also wanted to hear from someone else's perspective. So we talked with Belle, one of the artists playing that night. I feel like over the course of two years, I've developed a really personal relationship with Olivia. She's always there when I need her. She's responsive, she's responsible. Um, and she's always is working to put the artist first. I think a lot of people that you work with in the music scene just like want to get shit done. And she's really attuned to what the artist needs and what they're trying to do in order to grow and what path they want to be on. And it was cool to hear that from Belle, because it's almost like this management side of things is more than just getting you a show. It's almost like you're a mentor to some degree, like you're coaching these people on ways they can improve themselves and helping them out and really navigating the music scene. She gets a lot of requests for me that she filters through me. She's done a lot of show organizing on my behalf. Um, she did put together the press plan for the album that we put out. I wouldn't have known how to do any of that 
Um, so we really worked together to figure out what our strategy was, and it was it was really collaborative and, and special. All right, so I'm actually here with Ian and Casey from Plays, and I actually wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this, you know, like what does a manager do for the artist? Yep, so I think it varies, uh, obviously, at, at different levels of professionalism, right? I think uh, in the space that we're really involved in is the DIY community here in Philadelphia. And uh, at this level, um, you know, a lot of artists don't have managers there. They kind of manage themselves. Um, you know, typically a manager is someone who you pay sometimes or you share your profits with. Uh, so it's kind of a big jump to get to that level um, where you're working with somebody who's supporting you. You're taking your career seriously. Uh, you know, you want to take things to the next level and grow your audience, grow your you know opportunities to get bigger gigs. So the manager is there to support you uh, in all facets, in you know a business sense, in an emotional sense, in a really just they're there with your best interest in mind, and even there to protect you from yourself sometimes. You know, if you get some opportunity that seems really great, um, but maybe it doesn't make sense for your brand or for you know the long term. Uh, your manager is there to, to help guide you and even just be a sounding board sometimes. Now, here's a good question to the musicians out there who maybe are at like a low medium level where they haven't played too many shows yet. They don't really make any money off their music yet. Should they have a manager? And like, what's the role if you're at that level? So it depends on your your opportunity and, and what you want and, and who could manage you. Right. A lot of people start off with their friends as managers, or you hear stories of, of big artists whose siblings, you know, ended up managing their career. Uh, so it kind of, it depends on what kind of opportunities present themselves to you. And uh, so if there is someone who's, you know, really behind you, I think, I think Olivia, she got her first clients through the Facebook group, uh, the DIY Collaborative. And uh, that's how she kind of got her roster. And so, you know, she was trying to get into management so, I mean, just as much as she was taking a chance on these artists, they were also taking a chance on her uh, being their manager. So, yeah, I just think regardless of who your manager is or how you found them, it's important to stay communicative and make sure that you're both on the same page about what your goals are. My perspective, I've never had a manager, but I I could see how much stress that would take off of you as an artist to have someone who handles some of that for you. Because everyone nowadays does everything DIY. Like everyone is trying to do everything themselves, which is a lot of work. And it's hard to do everything great if you just do it yourself. Yep. Yeah. I mean, when you're starting as an artist, a lot of people don't understand because, you know, you, you picked up a guitar when you were a kid and now you're trying to build a music career. But you're starting a business, right? You have customers who are your fans. You have a team who is your band and members. Uh, you have, you know, colleagues and people that you're working with to record your music, to promote your music. And uh, it's a whole suite of things that you have to take care of. A lot of times you you let it get the best of you uh, when you're like, oh, man, I, I just want to be an artist. I just want to do the creative thing. But you're really kind of taking on a, a very large endeavor. And uh, I mean, when we started plays, it was the same thing, right? We were like, let's just start this this company. And uh, really got our feet wet and very quickly realized uh, how much work it is to build a cohesive brand, to build, you know, a user base, uh, to build a community, which is really our, our ultimate goal. Now, a key part 
of managing an artist is clearly getting shows for the artist to play live. You know, there is a big difference between putting out studio albums where you don't really show your face in public to going on stage, putting on a performance and gathering a crowd and really putting on a performance for the night. That's certainly something special that's happening there. Uh, So we did want to ask a few people at the show, you know, what is the value of coming to a live event like this and seeing people play on stage? Yeah, way better. That was an awesome act. Like, when do you get, like, I don't know, like, hard bass uh, rocking with a uh, harp? (laughs) Like, it was incredible. And of course, they were both talking about Sarah Henya's set. Here's what she had to say. Live shows are the reason why I do music. It's the best part of it. Um, Seeing live shows, it's so much different than hearing music in a studio setting or listening to it on streaming services. Also, the main way that I, as an artist, make money is from live shows, through selling merch to people here and ticket sales. And that's super important to keep the music going. Come out and support your local artists. Now, it did feel like to me there was some sort of community aspect to this where everyone kind of knew each other and there was this friendly atmosphere. And also this option for the artists to meet their actual fans or the people in the audience. So I asked Sarah about that. I don't think that many of the people here came to see me tonight specifically. I think they came to see other people. But that's how you, that's how it works. You go to see one man and maybe the opener is somebody who you fall in love with. I mean, that's happened to me so many times where I went to a show and then the opener was amazing and I followed them for the rest of their career. It's like the magic of being able to see stuff live. So Casey, Ian, what are your thoughts on live music and how that's different from maybe an artist or a fan's perspective? Yeah, I mean, it's just a really singular experience to be in person with people and, you know, not not only listening to music, but watching it being created in real time. I think that is something that's very cool for me, right? You, you really get a sense of the effort and, you know, the skill that it takes to put this stuff out there and just being present with other people who are also witnessing that unfold in real time is a really really powerful thing man casey getting all existential on us. <laughs> you're gonna make me cry <laughs> right, you know this is, this is how much i love live music man it's true and I, I think i'm gonna i'm gonna take a more tangible approach of it's something we did without for two years you know and counting or whatever some people aren't comfortable going to shows still yeah live music is so important uh, it's it's a level of connection that goes beyond a conversation it's level of connection amongst the musicians on the stage uh with the fans and uh i think that it's even hard to describe because i've been going to shows you know since i was a kid and i've never had anybody ask me like why is this great why why is this so great it, it just is and like i think it's a common theme amongst all humans unless uh you're a demon <laughs> then you don't enjoy it. There are right? some demons out there. So. Uh, yeah. No no offense to all the demons. Yeah. We love you too. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, I think it's uh it's a point of connection. Yeah, and it's you know, it's a great way to discover new music too that you wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, meet new people. It's 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 just a hard hard to see any downsides with it really. All right, guys, just wanted to introduce you to our first Spotlight segment, where we do shout-outs or even quick advertising reads on awesome people, awesome things going on in and around the music scene here in Philadelphia. And today we're hearing from a really cool music support team and platform called Up and Over. Check it out. In a music industry obsessed with individualism, 
We believe there's power in the collective. Hi, this is Nick, founder of Up and Over, a creative support team solely focused on helping to elevate the Philadelphia independent music scene. If you're an artist looking for creative support or someone interested in joining our team to support our mission, find us on Instagram at up and over with no E or at upandover.com. So let's talk about here in Philly. What are some of our what are some places that you would go to see a good show? For me personally, I think like if I'm out with with Margot, my partner, and you know, we we are in the mood and want to go see live music, I love to go to like Time or Heritage cuz like personally I've I've background and you know, grew up listening to jazz and there's some just great artists here and uh you know, so Heritage Time, uh World Cafe generally has uh, good music in the lounge. Um, you know, there's plenty of options, but we're going to get into that a lot on this podcast, uh, breaking down, breaking down the spots here in Philly. hundred percent, man. Time has some of the craziest musicians I've ever seen. They're, they're so talented down there. Um, heritage too. There, 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 there are too many, too many spots. Yeah. I love Chris's jazz cafe. I mean, that's just like a straight jazz spot. But although we did see that one kind of funk band there, that was cool too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. again, like the level of musicianship is just outstanding at some of these spots. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have favorite spots that are just great for like a good drink too. And like there's just kick-ass punk music going on in the background and that's sick too you know it's just kind of different vibes when you know where you're looking to go yeah and i've certainly been in situations where i didn't even expect to hear live music i was just out you know to get a drink or get dinner and there's a show going on there's someone playing in the corner um so that seems to happen a lot in philly where music can happen in unexpected spaces a lot which which is one of the great things about this city yeah i've definitely tripped uh, and fell into a show at Kyber upstairs. <laughs> I think it was with you, Casey. We were uh, coming out of, we were in the Philly Startup Leaders Accelerator, mm-hmm. and we went to get drinks with some of the other people in the cohort. And uh, at least one of the other founders and I went upstairs and just saw a set from a band that you know I had never heard of, never seen. But there was like only like ten of us in the room. Um, but it was like, huh, these guys are just rocking out up here, and I just you know found my way in. Yeah, beautiful thing. Thank you for listening to PlaysCast. And as I'm sure you know by now, this podcast is presented by Plays the App. One cool thing I did want to mention is that through the app, you can actually search for artist managers through the search function. So if you yourself are looking for an artist manager, you can use the Plays app through the Explore page, use that search function to find someone who might be a good fit for you. The whole goal here is bringing together creatives in and around the Philadelphia music scene to extract lessons, tips, and tricks for you guys to learn from connect with musicians in your area right now. Peace.